I'm Ed Gross, and you're listening to CloserWeekly.com's classic TV and film podcast, where we celebrate the golden age of television and movies, then and now. When you think of Fran Drescher, it's impossible not to think of her 90s sitcom, The Nanny. At the same time, there is so much more to Fran than one might expect. Professionally, she's an actress, comedian, best-selling author, and a Broadway star. She's also a cancer survivor, a fact that has changed her life and turned her into a healthcare activist. This, back in 2007, resulted in the creation of the Cancer Schmanza movement. In the conversation that follows, Fran fills us in on a special event taking place on April 22nd from Cancer Schmanzer. And from there, we talk about the nanny and its impact on fans around the world, the diversity of her career, the new NBC pilot that she's starring in with Steven Weber, her thoughts about her true reboot of The Nanny, and how she's devoting so much of her time to making the world a better place. You have an event coming up. To start this thing off, I'd really want to talk about that, the Kansas Schmanza uh, event you've got coming on the 22nd, right? Um, yes. This is a uh, – the April 22nd is actually Earth Day. And we at Kansas Mensa started a very progressive program called Be the Change that targets teens, tweens, and college-age students. And uh, we're very proud of this education video that we produced. It has myself, Jamie Foxx, Jeff Bridges, a bunch of kids, a lot of animation, and it empowers kids to, you know, educate, motivate, and activate them into becoming mindful consumers. Because kids today, for the first time in U.S. history, are predicted to not live as long as their parents. And we at Kansas Schmanza don't wish to make that a self-fulfilling prophecy. So we want to uh, get kids to start becoming more discerning consumers. They don't vote and they don't pay taxes, so they don't wield a whole lot of influence on Washington. But they are a multi-billion dollar spending demographic. And how they spend their dollars becomes not only their vote, but also their protest. And uh, we want them to start looking at everything through that prism. And so this half-hour video is, I think, a very good start at accomplishing that. So on Earth Day, it's going to be released by Kansas Schmanza worldwide on uh, social media and through org. And we just encourage everybody to go to org on Saturday, April 22nd, which is Earth Day. And you'll click on the uh, little two-minute uh, teaser, and then you'll sign in, and then you'll get for free the full-length uh, half-hour uh, video education program and uh, with an option if you want to purchase it for your video library, you can then watch it over and over again and share it with friends and family alike. Right. But, for, you know, having done this for so long now, for you personally, what sort of impact has, has all of these efforts done for you personally? 
Oh, well, it helps to make sense out of the senseless. You know, nobody wants to be diagnosed with cancer. I had to be cured by getting a radical hysterectomy, and uh, that, you know, made me unable to have biological children. And, uh, you know, it took me two years and eight doctors to get a proper diagnosis when I had classic symptoms. So, you know, it's kind of a lot to absorb and accept. But when you turn your pain into purpose, it's very healing and it helps to make sense out of the senseless. So I would say that's, you know, first and foremost. And then I honestly feel like I got famous, I got cancer and I lived to talk about it. So I'm, I'm talking, I'm a good orator and I uh, am the type of person that will challenge the status quo. I, I don't turn any uh, doctor into a deity. And, uh, you know, I, I do a lot of research. And I did even 19 years ago when the Internet was nowhere near as prolific as it is now right. in medical research and, and peer-reviewed papers accessible to the layman. Absolutely. You know, you, you've, with all this stuff you've done, everything you've been through and all, you know, I'm lightening this up just slightly by asking you this question. Does it feel like something like the nannies a million years ago, another lifetime ago, because of everything you've been through and everything you've been doing? Um, not really. I mean, the nanny continues to be a great door opener for me. It's frankly never been off the air in 25 years anywhere in the world. I continue to be, um, you know, uh, adored for that character. Wherever I go in the world, people know me for that character. And I leverage that all the time for the greater good. So, no, actually, it's really a very helpful tool. I continue to work as an actress primarily so that I can have relevance and talk to people like yourself um, about all the things that mean so much to me. Yeah. You said the thing about how all over the world people know this character, know you for this character. What is it about this character? Seriously, you've done a lot of stuff over the years. What is it about the nanny, do you think, that appeals the way it does and just endures the way it does that, like you said, it's what you're known for. It's, it's like to this day, people are still greeting you about the nanny. Well, that's an interesting question. But I think that, you know, it's a very likable character and a very lovable character, but also great eye candy. And it's that upstairs, downstairs, uh, blue collar meets blue blood relationship sprinkled with sexual tension it's a, an immature grown-up acting more like a kid sometimes than <laughs> the <true>. kids. <laughs> it's the whole kind of thing. And then it's all wrapped up in a very traditional silhouette, very much like the sounds of music, only instead of Julie Andrews, I come to the door. <laughs> Has it been, and I know it's a blessing in the sense of what you're doing and because you're known and it helps you, 
and getting other roles. And I mean, and you've done a lot of things, so I'm not making it sound like you've just been sitting in a corner somewhere since the nanny went off the air. But is it a hindrance at all being so well known for that one character? Um, you know, look, I am. Am I going? Is the industry going to want to see me stretch in? directions as an actress that are outside of what they I'm so well known for it's probably unlikely okay because um my strength is that people love me for that character and so that gives me um you know, that makes me more interesting financially to people that are making a project because I'm known around the world. Right. So, but I'm known for that. So that's what they're going to want to take advantage of and leverage. And so it becomes a little bit of a catch 22. But having said that, I'm also a writer and a producer and an, and a best-selling author and, um, you know, now I'm writing a Broadway musical. I'm also, uh, dappling now and doing stand-up comedy. And, uh, you know, so I, I'm part of the Hotel Transylvania franchise. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start doing a fourth one soon. It's just, I have a very interesting and wonderful, uh, career that keeps me um, in its diversity interested all the time and uh, never bored. So, and then I run the organization, which also keeps me very busy. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not the executive director, but uh, I'm the visionary and I'm the one that's always making, knowing what the next step is for us to do and how to go about doing it and kind of, uh, setting our, our, uh, goalposts. So, um, I think that I have absolutely nothing to complain about. And then beyond that, I, I love to entertain. I love to travel. I just did a pilot for NBC. I'm negotiating now another, uh, show for Bravo. So, you know, I am real, actually one of those rare and lucky people that got into the business and made it and has a very fulfilling experience within it. Has that diversity always been something that's driven you? Do you know what I mean? Like some people could say, Oh, I'm a sitcom person. This is great. I've got, I've got a nice job doing kiss sitcoms, but I, it's true. You've done movies, you've done sitcoms, you've done Broadway, you've done books. You've done, I mean, is that diversity something that has driven you throughout your life or is it more of like saying, well, I got to make something happen here. Uh, well, uh, it's probably twofold. First of all, I like to do a lot of different things, uh, or I would get bored. If I didn't also create, write, and produce the nanny, I might have been a little bored just playing her. Right. But the fact that I got to play her in front of the camera and then be so enmeshed in the behind the scenes of the making of the of the show... Uh, that really gave me a big uh, forum to express myself creatively. And I direct and, uh, you know, produce, write. 
So, yes, all of that. And then also because I have managed to do so many different things, I always have options of how I can keep busy if one uh, area of my career seems to be uh, getting a little quieter or um, uh, not as many opportunities, I can always resort to another direction that I've also had success in and, uh, and, and, and create something in that. You know, when you write and when you know who you are, I've been in the business of Fran Drescher a long time, um, then, you know, you always have options. And for me, I, I like to be creative and I like to work and I, I'm imaginative and I like to accomplish things. So I think that, you know, what I need to do as much of as the rest is just, you know, relaxing. Yeah. And uh, not feeling the need to always be going and doing. Right. You know, you, you, you pointed out that you accomplished things. When you look back at what you've accomplished, what, you know, sort of as silly a question as this may sound, what is that feeling when you look back at you've done so much? How do you feel when you look back at that life you've led? I have to say that, you know, working on this pilot for NBC and Sony television, um, I kind of felt like um, like the cast was extremely in awe of me and kept saying, you know, it's just such an honor to watch you work and such a pleasure to be in the same stage with you. And I thought, you know, it's, it's, it's lovely to be um, kind of, uh, not, not just accepted, but actually, um, respected, um, for your accomplishments. So, uh, it, it was very nice. It, it, it allowed me to see myself through their lens. And I felt like I, I, I am thought of as someone that does what they do well. And it kind of made me proud of myself. As well it should. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you know, anything you want to say about that pilot or is it too soon to say anything? Uh, I think that we should know by early May. Okay. Uh, but uh, it's uh, a kind of relationship where the parents are more like the adolescents and the kids are more like the parents. And, um, my husband played by Stephen Weber, uh, formerly of wings yeah. and yeah. I play the parents and, uh, we move in with our adult son and his young family when we inadvertently, uh, find ourselves broke. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so, and we just can't seem to uh, change our lifestyles. And we're just very lighthearted people that never seem to worry about anything. 
and he worries about everything. So he's more parental and we're more juvenile. And that's a very fun uh, noticing. That sounds interesting. Seriously. Uh, yeah. I'll let you go back to your life. I have to ask this question. I'm sure you've been asked 10 million times, but what the hell? Uh, we're in a reboot era now. Has there ever been anybody yeah. approaching you about saying, hey, why don't we continue the nanny <laughs> all these years later? You know, there has been conversation about it, but I'm working on something nanny related that I can't really talk about. It's not a, a reboot series, but it is something for the franchise. And I need to focus on that first and yeah. foremost. And then I think that I'm, I'm also kind of thinking that should the show come back, it might even be a stronger version if it's not me and the original cast, but an updated version of the series itself and with a whole new cast. Hmm. And uh, I find that a little interesting, you know. More of a real reboot, um, basically, rather than just continuation. Exactly. Rather than a whatever happened to, it would be, yeah, the series done all over again with a whole new cast. If you're guiding it, I'm sure the fans would love it. Seriously. Continue, yeah. You know. Well, you know, and I can always maybe play Sylvia. That's right. You know, <laughs> in it. <laughs> exactly. Well, listen, friend, I yeah. think we're good. I, 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 I really appreciate you taking the time tonight. I really do. Well, thank you, and uh, thanks for supporting our launch. And I hope all your uh, listeners uh, go to cancerschmancer.org on April 22nd and sign on to Screen for Free, our Be the Change video. It's wonderful for the whole family and very viewer-friendly. And join Cancer Schmancer. It's free, and you'll hear from me often about all kinds of things that could be life-changing. For more on Fran's efforts, check out cancerschmancer.org. And to help keep this podcast modcast going, please subscribe, tell your friends about us, and leave us a five-star review. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time.